The views and opinions expressed on My Story Living with Lupus podcast are each individual's experience. By listening to this podcast or reading our blog, you agree not to use this podcast or blog as medical advice to treat any medical condition in either yourself or others. As always, consult your own physician for any medical issues that you may be having. of my story, Living with Lupus. I'm your host, Susan Hendricks, and today's topic is pulmonary hypertension and lupus. Now, I was diagnosed with pulmonary hypertension, which they consider an overlapping condition due to the lupus. So, you know what to do. Grab your cup of coffee, your cup of tea, and if you're listening late at night, grab your favorite glass of wine and join me right here on My Story, Living with Lupus. And I would also like to say welcome to all my new listeners on Podbean and Wooshka. Introducing District 36, Lux Eyelashes. Their lashes give you the most natural look and feel. District 36 Eyelashes offers an array of individual lashes, mink, and human hair lashes. Their lash tech, Yana, is certified so you can go from barely there to the glam in you. Follow District 36 Eyelashes on IG or visit their store at district36.storeenvy.com or contact Yana the Lash Tech at 404-490-3649 That's District 36 Lux Eyelashes Henry Long, the author of Positive Energy 24-7 You can purchase an autographed copy of his motivational book, and you can also purchase the ebook version at writepab247.com. That's W R I T E P A T H 247.com. You can also follow him on Instagram at writepab247. Pulmonary hypertension news states that pulmonary hypertension, better known as PH, is a disease that causes high blood pressure in the lungs 
due to narrowing in the pulmonary arteries. It is a rare but life-threatening condition that develops when narrowed vessels, which are responsible for transporting blood from the heart to the lungs, force the heart to work harder to pump blood. In that case, the heart can become large and weak, resulting in right heart failure. Identifying the reasons for the development of pH is one of the first and most important steps to properly treating the condition. There are cases in which the causes are not determined, known as idiopathic pulmonary hypertension. But numerous factors can trigger high blood pressure. pH can be caused by an underlying disease such as lupus, an autoimmune disease that occurs when the immune system attacks its tissue, resulting in inflammation, swelling, pain, and damage. When it comes to the development of pulmonary hypertension in patients with lupus. Pulmonary hypertension and lupus are two very different conditions. Though pulmonary hypertension does not cause lupus, the autoimmune disease can cause pH, though the coexistence of the disease is rare. There are reasons for high blood pressure, and almost of them can be found in those who have lupus, as explained in the guidelines issued by the Pulmonary Hypertension Association. Lupus is a complex condition that can cause damage to one or more organs, particularly the kidney, heart, and lungs. The most common signs associated with the disease are shortness of breath, fatigue, and fluid retention. Symptoms that can also be experienced by patients with pH. The development of lupus-associated pH is not completely understood and may be caused by more than just one problem. According to the report, it is not yet known, for example, whether lupus itself can directly cause pH or whether lupus is simply a trigger for the development of PAH in susceptible individuals, pulmonary hypertension and lupus diagnosis and prevalence. Pulmonary hypertension and lupus is more common among Caucasians and female patients younger than patients typically with PH. Early diagnosis is important because the effects can cause pH to worsen the symptoms of lupus. There are no blood tests that can accurately detect pH in lupus patients.
But there are precautions that can be taken. Medical supervision is the best method to prevent it. Reasons to seek medical advice include swelling of the feet, ankles, legs, abdomen, worsening in the difficulties to breathe, chest pain, lightheadedness, or fainting. A physician may then request an echocardiogram to analyze the size and function of the heart. A right heart catheterization can complete the diagnosis. Now, when it comes to the treatment of pulmonary hypertension in patients with lupus, there is currently no cure for either pH or lupus, but there are treatments that can help ease symptoms. According to the Pulmonary Hypertension Association, pulmonary specialists can help determine the most adequate treatment for lupus-associated pulmonary hypertension. Patients can be treated with medications approved by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration, better known as the FDA. The treatments for pH can be complemented with single basic measures such as attention to fluid balance and therapies that improve the efficiency of the heart like supplemental oxygen, digoxin, or anticoagulants. Once a doctor and patient have been able to establish an effective medical approach, many patients show significant improvement, often in conjunction with doctor-prescribed cardiopulmonary rehabilitation training, better known as CPRT. A few patients with lupus-associated pH may also benefit from a group of drugs called immunosuppressive medications, according to PHA guidelines. These medications treat irritation or inflammation in the body, which can occur in lupus and occasionally can cause additional damage in the blood vessels of the lungs. It is difficult to know in all cases which patient may benefit from these kinds of medications, is stated in the report. The information that I'm about to give to you was retrieved from Science Direct Chest Journal, Volume 153, Issue 1, January 2018, pages 143 through 151. Original Research, Pulmonary Vascular Disease, Pulmonary Arterial Hypertension Associated with systemic lupus erythematosus results from the French Pulmonary Hypertension Registry. Background Pulmonary Arterial Hypertension 
is a rare complication of systemic lupus erythematosus. Methods, we identified all patients with SLE and PAH who were enrolled in the French Pulmonary Hypertension Registry with a diagnosis confirmed by right heart catheterization. A control group of 101 patients with SLE without known PAH was selected from SLE expert centers participating in the pulmonary hypertension registry. Survival was estimated by the Kaplan-Meier method. Hazard ratios associated with the potential, potential excuse me, predicators of death were estimated using the Cox hazard models. Results of the 69 patients with SLEPAH identified in the French Pulmonary Hypertension Registry, 51 were included in the study. They did not differ from the control group regarding age, sex, or duration of SLE at the time of the analysis, but had a higher frequency of anti-SSA and anti-SSB antibodies. The delay between SLE diagnosis and PAH diagnosis was 4.9 years. Conclusion, patients with SLE and PAH have an overall five-year survival rate of 83.9% after the PHA diagnosis. Anti-SSA, SSB antibodies may be a risk factor for PAH and the presence of anti-U1 RNP antibodies appear to be a protective factor regarding survival. Now, I was diagnosed with pulmonary hypertension eight years ago. Um, I experienced shortness of breath, swelling in the abdomen, swelling in the ankles and feet. And um, I was placed on oxygen. I was placed on a sleep apnea machine. And so I had to make a few changes, lifestyle changes, um, regarding my fluid intake. And um, I was always exercising. Um, to try to um, get some of the fluid out of me, sweat some of the fluid out of me. But that wasn't doing any good. So, But yeah, eight years ago, and I'm still here, along with other things that are going on with my body. So you never give up hope, no matter what you do. Now when they come up with a new diagnosis for me, I just say, okay. That's just something I have to deal with. And I look at it this way. I had a conversation with my PCP, my primary care physician. And we
we were talking um, on one visit, and he thought that I had gave up the fight. And I told him, no, I haven't given up the fight. Now, whatever you guys say, you know, it just, it doesn't faze me anymore. And he told me, he said, um, you're, you're not your cheerful self. You're not joking with me. I said, I'm good. I said, I'm good. I remember what the conversation was about. It was about the rheumatologist I had two years ago told me that I would have to take chemo. And um, and my PCP asked me, he said, what are you going to do? He said, you know you have a lot going on with you. And I told him, I'm going to refuse the chemo for the lupus. And um, he said, I don't want, want you to give up hope. I said, I haven't given up hope. I said, I just know what I'm going to do. I said, I know that I have a lot going on with me. And he said, there's always prayer, Susan. He said, I pray for you. And I said to him, I thank you for your prayers. But this is the way I look at it. I said, I've been dealt a hand of cards. Now, I'm sitting down at the table. And you guys are playing with me, all of my physicians. And I said, God is watching me to see what I'm going to do. If I'm going to play the hand that I was dealt, or if I'll take my cards and throw them on the table. And I told my PCP, I said, I'm playing the cards that I've been dealt. So that means I'll be fighting for a long time. And he said, I'm so happy to hear you say that. I said, so uh, I'm not leaving anytime soon. You'll be seeing more and more of me. So no matter what this disease or condition brings on, you still sit down at the table and play your hand. You play the cards that you were dealt. You never throw them in. And you always make sure that you advocate for yourself. And you make sure that you bring forth awareness. entrepreneur and creator of Right Side of 50 and I am my sister's keeper. Sheila Smith, motivational and empowerment speaker, is available for your next empowerment event and conference. You can book her for your next event at rightsideof50 at gmail.com that's R-I-G-H-T-S-I-D-E-O-F-5-0 at gmail.com or call at 678-293-6821. Each one encourage one.
hope that you found it informative. And I hope that I touched one person's soul with some knowledge regarding lupus. And before I go, I want to speak to you about hope and what I hope for those who are going through a chronic illness. I hope for you love, joy, and laughter. I hope for all of us that we'll have more than we'll ever need. Yes, I hope we'll have more happy ever afters. I hope we can all live more fearlessly and we can lose all the pain and misery. Yes, I hope. I hope. Until next time, I'm Susan Hendricks for my story, Living with Lupus. And I hope that you have a blessed day. If you would like to appear on an episode of My Story Living with Lupus, you can contact us at mystorylivingwithlupus at gmail.com. Also visit us on our Instagram page and also our website, My Story Living with Lupus. expressed on My Story Living with Lupus podcast are each individual's experience. By listening to this podcast or reading our blog, you agree not to use this podcast or blog as medical advice to treat any medical condition in either yourself or others. As always, consult your own physician for any medical issues that you may be having.